0: Hello everyone, welcome to Tavern Talks on the Highs Network. I am Dean, and I'm joined today by my good friend James.
1: Hey guys, this, I'm actually looking here at the um, the, the questions we got before um, that you asked the other day. Mm-hmm. So first off, was Darvis uh, 0.2, I yeah. that, who asks DICE, real versus digital. Oh, yeah,
0: let's pick up straight with that question so from I think we, Darvis. Yeah. So the question is: um, dice, real versus digital. Yeah. What's your opinion, James?
1: I, have, I have used both. I think almost exclusively, I prefer real dice. Yeah. Just, just real dice are better. You know, yeah, I'm, here, yeah. I'm here at a table. I want to exclude myself from a screen as much as possible. Exactly. Bit of ASMR It just sounds good. It just <laughs> sounds great. I love, I love dice. Then on the flip side. Um, as a DM I have you like for instance I often to organise things like to like, a lot of, when I would prep for stuff a lot of the prep that I would end up doing would be inputting for example a, a monster stat block into an app right and you know statting up the combat so that I can I'm, the players are in there mostly so I can keep track of who's going next, Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. The, the, the monsters are in there so that I know who's going. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all organized in an app, and that's mm-hmm. really convenient for me. And some of those apps will include a button, so you, you will have already pre-inputted, you know, a monster's attack will be, I don't know, D20 plus four, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, and you just click the button. Yeah, right. yeah. And and for speed of combat, so that I haven't got to go D20 plus four, add that, do the math, it'll just do it, mm-hmm. you know, In those instances, when I'm running a combat and I want to keep things moving for the players, that's when I would use them.
0: I'm totally the same. I totally agree. And so there's only some instances outside of a combat where I'd have to roll an enormous number of dice, such as, like, fall damage. You know, like somebody... So I had in my campaign... Somebody got thrown off the side of a skyship, and so it was like a hundred or two hundred feet up. It's like I ain't got that many d six, and also kind of be asked adding them up. No, yeah. I'll just add them up on d and d beyond. I think,
1: I think those are the instances where it's handy having a dice goblin. Yeah, one of one of my players. He loves dice to the point where he's got like you know you get those boxes with like partitions. Oh yeah, he's got this huge box, and he, we'll be like Andy. Uh, get your dice and what I'll, what I'll often do is I'll or I'll, I'll, I'll split it up sometimes I'll be like Andy roll me you know 10 dice or often what I'll do in with, with the party to speed up things like loot rolling mm. or to speed up things like um, you know for instance when we do a loot roll it'll be this player rolls a d20 this player rolls a d20 this player rolls a yeah, d20
0: yeah. and it's, it's more inclusive as well it's isn't it it's more
1: inclusive it? yeah but for instance when we've got like for instance if we sometimes have um uh, one of my party had a one of lightning bolts and you can cast that once per day at a ninth level uh, or an eighth level something like that it's really high it's a shit ton of d6s right yeah yeah so what i would do is i would have the party split that up right so i'll be like okay um party each party member rolls Five dice, or whatever it might be, mm, you know, mm. and we'll just split it up that way. Yeah,
0: that's you know? interesting. And um, I like that idea. So
1: if there's, if there, because if there's a big moment happening in 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 a combat, some players will want to roll all those dice. But for example, if it's that many fucking dice, it takes ages, and then yeah, you add, yeah. add them up. So yeah, what I will yeah, do yeah. is I'll be like, okay. You, you're rolling that many, you're rolling that many, you're rolling in that many. Yeah,
0: give me the total, we'll add the total. No, total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that way
1: everyone's been involved. And generally yeah. speaking, what I will do is, if there's like a... There's there's usually never an even number of dice. Yeah. So the player who's actually rolling against the most dice. Right, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And if we're, if we're in, you know... That's often how I will, will do things like that. That's you know, interesting. It's, an, it's just a way of making things... Um. But to be fair, like... With, the one light wasn't a great example because it's not that many, and I'll generally have a player roll that, but I remember specific instances where I have done that where things are getting a little bit silly or or maybe it's where the wizard is casting a high level fireball for the third time right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the player in question just can't be asked to, to count all this shit <laughs> and we're happy splitting it up so that's yeah. it, it was it's a it speeds up combat for everybody, mm, mm, you know, and, mm. and everybody is involved and everybody is happy. But well, they're
0: physical dice, yeah. They are they're... physical dice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know,
1: if if at all possible, uh, if the players are involved, it's rolling physical dice. The only yeah. time that that generally happened at my table was if the the younger player in question forgets to bring his dice again, right? Yeah, and yeah, the, and, okay. and uh, we will play, often. Often it will that would only be if we're playing remote, we're playing digitally on yeah. two screens, and he doesn't have his dice to roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Because yeah. there's because some players, some DMs would would hard rule it that if we're rolling, I don't trust people. Oh, so um, if we're did, playing online, yeah, like. But, but like, you're only spoiling your own fun yeah, doing yeah. that. And if you're if you're suspect, yeah, okay, use yeah, those
0: tools. I, I I get what you're saying. That I'm a, I'm a very live and let live DM. Like if you're gonna fudge your rolls, like. Yeah, you're only ruining it for yourself, essentially. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not going to tell you off yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I use real dice when I'm DMing, except for when, yeah, like you say, the damage is way too much or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, D&D Beyond, it's got a bit of slack recently because of Wizards of the Coast being shit, but um, there's a lot of, like, useful buttons yeah. on there.
1: Absolutely. And I've used them as well. I think they're great. I think those they have a place, 100%. I, mm. think, I totally mm. think that. I think... What I tend to do with with those is if it, if it's just um, what our table, I don't know if you have implemented anything similar. We have something we, we we call Doom Dice. Okay. So so let me let me explain yeah, what yeah, Doom explain. Dice are. They're a really fun thing to implement if you if you want something silly to do at your table. Okay. So uh, the way it works is if 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 we're ever getting advantage or disadvantage, I have two dice that are giant, oversized, <laughs> uh, big dice. They're like you know. Like bigger than a, like a golf ball. They're yeah, they're sort of golf ball sized dice. Okay. So really good size, and everybody can clearly see them at the table. The different colors. Right. Okay, okay. The blue is the blue is your if it's an advantage. You you know how it goes, but yeah. you roll both, and that's how we would we would often do it. We would make a spectacle of that, and I think that's a really fun thing to implement at your mm. table.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Your
1: so instead of a player having to go, oh, I'm going to roll with advantage. Sometimes you do that in in person and you do it there it's not a big deal but sometimes something really important is happening right yeah right? it might be it's the, make or break territory it's make territory. or break right you know, you know that's another reason to roll death saves in the open yeah. you know things like that yeah. like oh, I,
0: well we can talk about
1: that in a yeah, minute actually
0: because yeah. we do ours a yeah. specific way
1: yeah I know I, yeah, you, you know you've done some specific stuff it's interesting
0: yeah. um, so do you we'll... want to do some
1: the questions first or do you want to jump to that uh... right here Yeah, let's do a couple of other questions first. I mean,
0: did we we have a conclusion about the dice there? I think
1: we did. We basically both both said we use real. Yeah, real dice. Digital dice have their place. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I, I, I want to actually... I I dissed D&D Beyond. No, I dissed Wizards of the Coast, not D&D Beyond, a minute ago. And I saw a video the other day of how... D&D Beyond actually organizes its dice rolls. Really? It's not a random number generator. Yeah, so that does me. A lot of people think that, yeah, it is a random number generator. You can do this yourself if you want a non-biased... You know, if you don't trust an app or something, as an example, you could do a random number generator between 1 and 20 and just let it run. Not a problem. Uh, D&D Beyond doesn't do that. It does have... It's a physics simulator. So it has a D20... That's
1: super cool. ...with the
0: sides of the dice numbered appropriately. And it throws it in a physics simulation, and so
1: yeah, the the how the dice is going to bounce—that's also awesome. changed. I love what that. The that is brilliant. Because actually, that makes it interesting. That's that's a problem with with random number generation. Software can't do random generation. If we're generation. getting like really
0: nitpicky, yeah. then yeah, yeah,
1: because 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 the way the way the random number I was watching an interesting video about this a while ago. The way. Um, that random numbers, actual random numbers are generated, is almost always, the, in, in, in fact, it is always used in using an analogue system. So uh, one of the ones that I saw, and often this is crazy stuff that's used for like high-end security, mm-hmm. right? There is the, the, One of the OG ones, you can just Google this to find this stuff out. One of the ones that was used was a camera pointing at a wall of lava lamps. And the movement of the lava lamps was extrapolated... Into data, and that would give random numbers because that is because <laughs> so that is an analog thing that's just truly random.
0: I love how nerdy we're getting here, yeah. but I, I'm into this. It's, like, it's, totally it's
1: interesting it its own We won't go too deep into that, but that just if, you, if anyone in chat's interested in that, have a Google on on and how, how random number yeah. generators yeah. it may have evolve. It's, it's obviously evolved, you know. And there's lots of different ways, but that is you know when I was doing some research on this a while ago, like that's how it's often done <laughs> with can't. an analog system because. Uh, it truly in software. Now I suspect maybe if we, when, when we're going into, into AI territory, or you know, the the software solutions for it, in my understanding at least is that they can get very close to what appears to be random number. Yeah. But for example, um, uh, an interesting, funny one about this, I think Spotify was used a tr- used a true random generator originally for its randomized tracks, mm-hmm. but that also means that sometimes you're going to have the same track play three times in a row. Yeah. People didn't like it. They mm. thought it wasn't random. Therefore, they had to make it more random by yeah. adding in stipulations that it couldn't do certain things.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, so, because I did a... I'm, we're getting really nerdy now, but I love it. But I... I my entire um, PhD was on probability judgments. Really? Um, That's Yeah, and so, essentially, there's this thing called the gambler's fallacy, right? So, if... Let's just take flipping a coin as a quick example. Uh-huh. Supposedly fifty-fifty, um, heads or tails. If you've had ten heads in a row from that yeah. coin, and you're making a prediction about what the eleventh flip is going to be, um, people are more likely to predict um, extremes. Essentially, either they say, "I think it's very biased and it's going to be a heads because all the rest of them are heads," or they'll say, "It's got to be a tails because one's due."
1: Yeah. Right. That's, that
0: that is the gambler's fallacy. Well. You know, this machine's not paid out for a while. It's it's due a payout. Yeah, uh, that's not how it works. It's still 50-50 as long as it's a non biased coin. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> so you're as likely to have a heads or a tails. Forget its previous results. Yeah. So yeah, essentially that's that ties into people have not having an understanding of randomness. No. Being like, well, why is it the same track yeah. again? Yeah. Because yeah. it's random.
1: Yeah, I think I think, I think that's interesting because the, the 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 I think the evolution of that is, I think if I'm honest, my, my memory is serving me right is that. The only time that that's uh, in software able to come about is, is much more recently, going into quantum mechanics. I think, if I'm remembering this right, quantum mechanics has obviously that natural randomness in it, so therefore can do true randomness.
0: Who knows? Not Who my knows? area.
1: So... Me neither, but that's just, just some random YouTube videos I've watched yeah, once upon yeah, yeah. a time. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's, I that, that. yeah. I that's an
0: interesting one. Um, so that know? wraps up our DICE chat uh, and us delving into probabilities. <laughs>